Speaking of breaking arms. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The initial arm snap in the scene is probably the most (laughs) brutal it gets. (laughs) (laughs) What? You broke your arm, and this dude had to break his arm right off. That's the best way to start it up. (laughs) Speaking of breaking arms. Yeah, it kind of goes to this x-ray vision of, like, the bone kind of against a red background. So what are we talking about, Nate? Oh, wait, is it, is it kind of like hours. Blitz... Is this kind of like Blitz <laughs> yeah. the League style of something breaking? Uh, kind of, but it just shows it kind of like bending in a way that Bones really shouldn't, and to get you all tensed up, and then it kind of just does sound, and it shows his face. And it's it's not Blitz the League, though, unless, like, he injures his groin, like, every ten minutes. And just ruptures his tex- testicles every single time? Yeah, his spleen ruptures every few minutes as well. Yeah, so I guess it's not as savage as Blitz League, so you can go see it. Bring your kids. Um, it's a fun movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. It was pretty good. James Franco, he, he's gone up in my book ever since the Spider-Man films weren't so great. Like I was saying earlier, someone told me that the uh, the arm breaking, or the arm scene is like 10 minutes long. Is that true? Uh, Again, like it seemed five minutes, maybe? Maybe? I, I, I was... I wasn't timing it at all. But, but is it like, is that. it like, does it go on for a while? Uh, yeah, it's kind of a key moment in the whole thing. So. Is, is it really gruesome, or? Like, I don't even I know what the movie's so. rated. They show, like, him kind of ripping at tendons and things, and just, it, it's a mess. It's not cool, but at the same time, because of the story and what he's doing, like, you're not like, oh, dude, what is he doing? You're like, yeah, cut off that arm. You can be free. <laughs> Rip that up. And then he does, and you're like, yeah. So it's kind of a fist pumping moment in a weird way, but you know. It, it yeah, really... I want to see it. Yeah. Um, I you know better than Slumdog Millionaire. Just gonna say that. What? Gonna say that. Yeah. I, that movie didn't hold up well for me for some reason. I kind of but, agree with him too. Yeah, like it was entertaining the one time, but. Yeah, like you would never that. watch that again. Yeah, so I guess it is true. It out and all right, cool. I guess this one. I don't know. I could almost see my parents enjoying it, too. It's like Castaway in that way. It's just about one man's struggle to survive. Is there, like, is there a level Is there a friendly volleyball? Character? Yeah. Uh, no, but he does start talking to himself as a lot because he's kind of, you know, going a little loopy because of the dehydration and everything. So, yep. So instead of imagining yep. Wilson, he's actually imagining Tom Hanks. No, he's just <laughs> imagining another him who's crazy. He's imagining Tom Hanks. Imagine Wilson. Is that what I'm getting from this? There are a lot of like. So what you're saying? This is actually a man watching Castaway, the movie. <laughs> Just a trapped. lot, like a 127 hour marathon of the movie Castaway. Yeah, I I love that movie, but I don't. I, that would be a bit much. I don't know that last bit. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. Uh, you should see it. I, I don't know. Speaking of breaking arms. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm making the segue this time? Uh, Fist of the North Star, it's a video game. And that's what we talked about. Top down perspective. I'll, I'll take it. There sure. you go. I'm, I'm, the the host. Host. To... I'm the host this go. week. This is Sean Booker. I'm joined once again by Nathan Rohr. Hi. John Wheeler. Yo. And a very special guest. Gives a response his own Paul Fleck. Oh man, you had to throw that in, didn't you? Yeah, we're gonna yeah, pixel response. Check we're out. all we're all professional here. 
Oh, that's too bad. I have to start writing again now. <laughs> Pressure's on, Paul. Alright, so, I'm going to start with Paul. Have you been playing any games lately? Well, Sean, I have. I started off with some Super Meat Boy this week. Um, How just, far are you in that? I'm on hell on dark with all the bandages collected up to there by now. So you're not, like, beating it either? You're just playing... No, I completely beat it, like, the second day it came out. I'm just oh, okay. going through hell now because, yeah, it's hard. There's, that like, level you told me about, I think, Rapture level 7? No, the warp zone for the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever beat that, or...? Um, I've actually had every person I'm friends with come over at some point, see me play a little bit, try it, and none of us have even gotten past the first stage. Yeah. It, oh, right. I keep forgetting that level isn't all of it. That's, no, it's yeah, just it's that not. one stage. I would look, I was watching a video of it, actually, and apparently the other two stages look a lot easier. Oh. Well, I mean, this is based off of I Want to Be the Guy, so... Is that game hard? Um, you, have you never heard of I Want to Be the Guy? No, I honestly hadn't. Like, of the indie games, it's not, I hadn't heard of it before. It's not really that hard. It's just you don't know what's going to hit you next, so you'd constantly die. Yeah, pretty much everything will kill you. The game does not make sense. It's a g if you memorize the entire game, it's absolute cake, but you that's a lot of memorization. Oh, okay. And you fight Mike Tyson. What? And Mecha Zangief. Or no, Kratgeef. Yeah. Um, you can get killed by uh, Mario Paint items. <laughs> okay. Um, what else can you, what kill you in that game? Uh, Birdo has like a giant... No, Mecha Birdo. Okay. So this so, is some weird emulated thing, then? Because I can't see this being on Steam. No, it's like an the, indie game. It's an indie PC game. Okay, sort of like right. that yeah. Charles Barkley game that I really want to play. Charles Barkley Shut Up and Gam Jam Gaiden? Yep. Yeah, kind of like that. It uh, it was all made in like Multimedia Fusion, I think, is the program. Okay. It uses, a, it uses a lot of video game stuff, like the Mike Tyson is from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out! and stuff like that. But yeah, anyways, other than that, I've just been doing my normal Dance Central and Rock Band pretty much like every second day. Rock Band 3? Rock Band 3 and uh, Sing Star 2. Okay. Now, are you playing with the keyboard, or are you just sticking to the classic stuff? Um, I'm actually just doing guitar and singing usually at the same time. Okay, that's hard, I can't. Like the new pro guitar, or just the... Uh, no, not the pro guitar, I'm been kind of broke lately, so I haven't been able to buy any of that new stuff that the kids are playing with these days. Yeah, that's what's been Damn kids. technology. Yeah, I'm Damn still kids using my guitar 100, Hero 3. 120 Hard buttons. 50. I remember when it was five buttons. That's right. And they were all color-coded. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, other than that, I guess just Black Ops. No more Pac-Man this week? Uh, no more Pac-Man this week, just because I've not been home very much lately. Oh, okay. Thought I got the S. I got the S rank in Pac-Man. I know. I think everyone did. I, I think everyone. Did, those yeah. achievements continue to bum me out. I can't believe how easy they made them. I got them in like an hour. Yeah, yeah. it's made me want to go back to the first one because I don't have all the achievements in that one, and I'm like, I could probably do that pretty easily then. I got those pretty quickly too. I wish they'd put in a ghost genocider thing. I was thinking about it. Well, there, wasn't there one achievement, kill 30 ghosts in a row? 
Yeah, that's incredibly yeah, that's easy. really easy though. Yeah. Like if you just get a half decent combo, you're done. That happens. What's what's your guys' record for like Ghost World stuff? I think I might 90 or something. Yeah, it's not 92. that great. I think 71. Yeah, I'm I'm in the 70s. I know that. Okay. Like the ones I've I've seen are much better than that, but I don't know how those people are. I really like the Ghost World mode. I think that's my my favorite. Like I was trying to maintain my leaderboard positions and improve them a bit, but at some point you just kind of run out of stuff to do and it makes me sad. Is the soundtrack available in Canada yet? I was checking for that too. I haven't looked into Anywhere. it. Okay. And I also think you're wrong about track 4. I'm not into it at all. Oh, okay. The slower progression one? Yeah. I still like mm. just like the DDR crazy track 1. It's my favorite. Okay. Still the background one is my favorite, but... The menu? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The menu is also pretty good. That'd be great if you could play as that with that music. Actually, yeah, you're right. Um, sorry, I kind of stole the stuff. Like, was that everything? Call of Duty Black Ops? Is that still fun? People playing that? Um, I actually don't play that online very much. I just had to finish up the single player, and now I'll go back and do some achievements. Okay. Collecting intel is that a thing? Yep, it sure is, and um doing veteran, I had to go down to hardened halfway through because it just got too annoying. Okay. I saw some weird video of a dude doing the hardened mission, like the Cuba stuff, on hardened without firing anything. Like the first mission there? Yeah. Like, apparently so much of it is just you can rely on your teammates. You could just kind of run around and hide. Yeah, the whole first mission is pretty much just, like, following your teammates so you can just continuously run. Okay. So more set piece than actual gameplay. Yeah, there's a lot of set pieces in that, and actually, I like it a lot better than Modern Warfare 2 for the single player. Yeah, I was just gonna ask, which is okay for multiplayer. What's your go-to game at the moment then? Uh, out of those, multiplayer is definitely still Black Ops. But I mean, I don't play the Call of Duty games online very much. I don't find it very fun. Oh, okay, all right. Too many like kids or too fast. Well, they need a mode that's just like, hey, I have a full-time job, I can't play this for 20 hours a day. <laughs> okay. Yes, you, yeah, yeah, you can't keep up with everybody? Yeah, that's the same reason why I don't play Halo very much online either. Hmm. So, do you mean, like, item-wise or skill-wise you need something like that? Uh, skill more so, because item-wise you can pretty much just buy guns, and like all the guns are kind of similar, it's just knowing exactly where to hide and like all the maps and stuff. Okay. There's, isn't there, there's no casual playlist or anything like that? Yeah, there is, but I mean, everyone on it is still prestiged and has access to all the best stuff and best perks and like a million dollars so they can buy whatever they want. Okay, alright. Right. It it doesn't have, like, matchmaking? Like, level-based or rank-based matchmaking? Nope. In fact, the other day, me and a friend were playing split-screen here, and, um, yeah, it was me, him, and two other guys around my level 20-something against a level of full 45 to 50 people, so we just got owned. Jeez. I w- I've been playing a game this week that's similar to that, but I'll I'll get into that later when we get to me. But oh, that's definitely annoying. to you. No, I won't switch to me. I'll I'll go last, but okay. Just that's the worst when there's no like good way to separate the high levels from the low level players. Though I think I still end up w- winning, and he was like forty levels ahead of me. Anyway, which game is this? 
Uh, we'll get to that in a bit. But first, okay, is that it? Is that it for you, Paul? That is it for me. All right. Uh, so Nathan, what have you been playing? Uh, hi, I'm just gonna boot up my Get Glue app. <laughs> uh, new social networking thing. It's really awesome. Keeps track of everything you do. A plus. Um, sorry. <laughs> That's what you've been playing. Top Down Perspective, sponsored by Get Glue. I wish. Um, no, I'm just gonna see what I did here. Uh, I forgot last week to mention that I played some Monkey Island 2. Um, How is that? That's a game. It's good. Um, I turned on the commentary for a little bit too, and it's the full conversational thing that I was hoping for. So I'll be playing that again with that sometime. Like you walk through an area, hit the button, and then it's just like, hey, Ron Gilbert, Tim Schafer, and Dave Grossman, I want to say, uh, just chat it up for like two, three minutes. Have fun listening to that. And I did, and it was great. Um, I don't have patience for adventure games anymore, though, I've realized. Like, just like, I don't know what to, what to do. So I could only handle it for a couple hours. That's usually my issue, is when there's, like, items that are, like, almost hidden in, so they just look like background. I'm just like, well, I can't do like this. there was, like, one area I didn't even know existed. It's like, you have to climb through this window. And I was like, oh, that wasn't apparent at all. Great. But, I don't know. Once Once you know everything... It's easier, but it's also kind of you're missing the point of the game. So, I don't know. Adventure games, they have their ups and downs. Uh, I played more Wheelman, which um, some of the missions in that game kind of suck. I, yeah, I was I was pretty high on it last week, but you hit, you hit a low. A well, I hit him. I played a mission that was basically like, "Hey, man, you gotta kill this guy," and I was like, "All right." Oh wait, he is basically. I, what would you call it? Reverse rubber banding, where he will go infinitely faster than you because you can't catch him until the end of like twelve different events that have to happen. So it's basically chase this guy for ten minutes and then he'll die in a cutscene or something. It was pretty lame. Where like the first bit, I was shooting at him all the time and stuff, and eventually I realized, no, this is all smoke and mirrors. You can't kill him. So awesome. Yeah. Some of the story missions aren't that great, but. It still has cars. And Does it have enough Vin Diesel for what you want? Yeah, it's got a lot of Vin Diesel. He's in it a lot. He's talking. Um, what's weird is, like, the first mission in the game, he's kind of awkwardly silent for no reason other than, I guess, they want to introduce him in a cool way. But he's just there, and he's just not talking. And there's a lady talking, and he just doesn't say anything. But he eventually speaks up, and that happens. So, yeah, if you're a Vin Diesel fan, check it out. And really, aren't we all? I know I am. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. There you go. That's no Riddick, I guess, but it's got more cars. Um, I know I'm waiting for Fast and the Furious 5. Yep. What, what are they calling that one again? Fast 5 uh, or something? or Fast Fury. 5 like that? Yeah. I think Faster I think Than Furious? Fun. That's the one I hope Faster it is. Than Furious was my favorite idea for that, but apparently it's not going to happen. Yeah, I'm that's, just waiting that, to see the horrible. Rock. I'm sorry. Um, and yeah, I played some Pac-Man. Uh, okay, Game Room. Finally, like, busted out. The <laughs> you went back? We're still talking about this? Yeah. Game, game Room's back with Pitfall 2, The Lost Caverns. I, I should have known that would have been what brought you back. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you really wanted this. That was I was initially pumped for, and then Pitfall came out, I was like, oh wait, apparently when I was a kid, I didn't like Pitfall. I liked Pitfall 2. So I was bummed out, but I played some Pitfall. But Pitfall 2 finally came out, and that game's awesome, but I really wish it had ranked mode, because 
right now it's just pointless. It's just, hey, challenge, just just go. No, you can rewind, it's fine. So I beat that game in like 25 minutes, and there's no reason to go back other than playing it for another hour to get medals. So, yeah, that could have been better. That theme song is still totally awesome, though. All the stuff they added, like I watched the latest Quick Look, and they added a lot of stuff to Game Room. Do you think that it's finally trying to make an honest effort to be what it was advertising, or what? Yeah, I have no idea why they're finally being like, hey, we're bringing arcade games out again. Like, Yeah, because I heard like Sunset Riders they... is coming in a week or two. Yeah, and that's a game I've totally heard of. I'm really bad at it, but it's a quality game. I don't know what their logic was. It's like, alright, so we're going to come out with a bang, then we're going to release months of Atari 2600 and television games until no one cares anymore. Then we'll release some big hits again. So that's a this this could be strategy. because of the whole Chrome shutdown, and now there's like a different party controlling game room. So Chrome just has really poor taste in games, or what? Potentially. Like Either that, or it, it might have also been a contractual really obligation. You never know. I guess. I, I don't know. It is weird that they're kind of bringing out some big guns again, but if you still care about Game Room at all, um, yeah, check it out. Are you still just never going to go back because they lost all your data? or They updated uh, it, too. You got you, There's new cabinet designs and things. Did you, uh, did you notice during that quick look where they showed the new cabinet designs, halfway through it switched back to the old ones? I did not. If you, wa- if you watch Blades of Steel, like he starts uh, playing Blades of Steel on the old cabinet, or the new cabinet. Okay. And then as soon as it switches to the fight... It switches back to the old cabinet. You can actually see it on the side of the game video. Weird. I, I was kind of making soup while that happened, and then as soon as I heard the Pitfall 2 theme song, I jumped out of my skin and the- ran over here and bought some points and bought that game. <laughs> wow. I was really happy. But yeah, it, it was a good moment this week. Uh, I, I will go back when Sunset Riders comes on. Okay. That game is like brutally cheap. I've seen it like on an emulator with cheats too, and it's just like this game just cheeses you for quarters. It's well, it's horrible. an arcade game. What do you expect? I don't know, like fairness. Like you, you defeat a boss, like his health goes down. He's like, actually, I was wearing this metal plate. Ha ha! Full health bar again. You're just like, great. I Isn't that like the one. final boss though? You might be right, but still, I I don't remember. At one point, you're running on a stampede, I believe. Yep. That's yeah. awesome. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, I guess moving on though. G- game room though. Uh, don't don't give up yet. There's still hope. Uh, sushi cat. Anyone heard of sushi cat? Sushi cat. Is this an iPhone game? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Gekli uh, was telling me one Nathaniel Roar was playing it. That's true. I was. Um, I beat it though. Again, I kind of wish there was more to it, but what was there was fun. Basically, um, you're you're this big round blue cat, and well, actually, I don't know if you're him. He's in it. Okay, wait, wait. What exactly is a sushi cat, though? A sushi cat is a cat who really loves sushi and eats it a lot. So a Um, cat. (laughs) Basically, the story calls on this cat to become really fat for each level. Like it's like this ship is sinking. We need you to be really fat so you can plug up the hole. He's like, all right, just give me some sushi. (laughs) <laughs> and that that happens. Uh, it's kind so it's of Garfield, yeah, but lasagna. Yeah, but sushi and Japanese-ish. Although I don't think it was actually made in Japan, which I find great. Um, you you drop this cat down this pachinko-esque thing filled with sushi, and you have to eat at least thirty pieces in five drops, I think. 
Um, and you get bonuses for getting a certain amount in one drop, kind of like Peggle or something, I guess, and hitting things on the way kind of thing. It's like a physics-based okay. puzzle drop game. I don't know. It's 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 pretty cool. Uh, there's only like 30 levels, though, and that took me a couple hours, but what was there was fun. There's apparently a sequel coming out, and it was like a dollar, so hey. Um, then I... I Apparently I was on the very last puzzle in Puzzle Agent, so I beat that. Um, That's a, how do you like the ending? Um, kind of abrupt, I guess. Yeah, I thought. that's true, but it's also I almost find it kind of funny, like in that way. Yeah, like I I don't want I. It's not too spoilery, but I'm not gonna just say what happens. But oh yeah, yeah you I should. Was a little like, I could play a sequel though. I like Nelson Tethers. That guy's cool. You know. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to the next one if they if they if they sold enough. Yeah, I don't know if they did. Like for me, they gave it to me. They're like, "Hey, thanks for showing interest in Back to the Future. Here you go." And I was like, "Oh, thank you. All right, what's this all about?" And well, would you buy a sequel now that you've played the first one? I would pay money for a sequel, yeah. So they, okay. they won me over with their charm and whatnot. And those crazy gnomes. Um, yeah, actually, those yeah, gnomes are those... really crazy. Those few moments where you're, like, doing a puzzle and then a gnome just interrupts it, I was actually, those were kind of creepy. I don't know why. Yeah. It was just like, some of those dude, gnomes... I was concentrating on that, and then you stole it. it was, that was yeah, weird. you stole a piece, now I can't do the puzzle. So now I have to do another puzzle to track you down, which usually involves bouncing off of logs on my snowmobile. So, yeah. That's true. Maybe yeah. more puzzle variety would be good, but it was pretty good. Um, and I guess Black Friday happened, so Steam was having sales. Oh yeah, did it get you good? Uh, not really. I spent five dollars on a one of the indie packs, which included. So you ended up getting a hundred thousand games for your five bucks. No, I got five games for five. Bucks. Okay, well, sometimes they have like ridiculous sales like that. I kind of wanted to. How do you? How do you guys say it? V V V V V V V. It's six, or is it? I actually I don't know the game. I think it's actually just called V V V V V. Okay. Or you say v. Can I just say V6? Yeah, just say V6. Alright, so V6. I'm not okay um, with you saying V6. Okay. Okay. Um, it's, uh, I've, I had interest in playing it for a while, and it's it's okay. It's kind of like a weird throwback to early computer games, I guess, but hard platforming-ish, I guess. You're switching gravity is the whole thing. And you die a lot, but there's a lot of checkpoints, and, um, kind of cool. You're saving your crew from being scrambled all around this weird space station thing. I don't know. Have you guys played it? or? I, I've heard it, and people have recommended it to me, but I have not played it. Yeah, it's really okay. fun. Okay. I, I didn't play much of it, but uh, I was intrigued by what I saw. Kind of what else came in your pack? I don't even know. That's kind of the only one I cared about. Um, Just a second. I can find that. As he loads up Steam to check it. Indeed, I did. Boom. Um. Oh, I said th- yeah. You... I got another copy of World of Goo, but I don't get another copy because I already had it. So that happened. That's why they didn't Iron give you like a ribbon. gift coupon to give to someone else. Then in that case, uh, they didn't give it to me as a gift. Like there was a note on my purchase form. It's like, hey, we won't give you another one for this one. So. Yeah. I was wondering about that, because a lot of the sales were like, hey, for 20 bucks, we'll give you 10 copies of Borderlands. And I was like, oh, why would that? I ever need 10? 
to is gift it like, to friends? Is it Christmas? gift to people, or is it to, like... Because I'm assuming you can install the game on more than one computer, or does that count as, like, one of, another one? No, if you're logging in with your Steam account, I don't think that would count, so... All right, okay, yeah, it's so it's just for people. giving nine of my friends Borderlands? Yeah. And okay. you get it yourself pretty cheap, so... Uh, right. something called Iron Grip Warlord. I don't know what that is. Uh, Mr. Robot. Alright. Um, Euphoria. Alright. And Doc Clock, the Toasted Sandwich of Time, which sounds awesome. That That's that a good name. Great. Yeah, I, I literally just read that for the first time, and I'm already on board, so... Yeah. I, I'm already loading I it up. I might have slipped in an extra game that I just got from something previous, I don't know. But, yeah, indie games, they're doing that. There, there's another one today. Um, Steam. Steam's great. Um, Steam, Steam, Steam. That, did, that's you make, did you make a wish list? I did. Um, I put some weird stuff on there, like Stalker and Metro, stuff I've been meaning to play that I don't feel comfortable purchasing blind. So, yeah. But if they were free. Anyway, uh, that's all I got, so... Okay, and then last, well not last, because I'll be last, John, you're next, what's up, what have you been playing? Uh, I didn't play all that much this week, actually. Uh, let's see here. I, I, well, I played two games that I can think of. Uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Oh yeah, that's right, I saw you on my autolog. You know what, I don't know what's up with that autolog, because no one showed up on my autolog. That's weird, because I remember I saw a post from you, you said something like, test, and I just immediately re- replied with, you suck, but it censored that out. Oh, it censored suck? No, it censored the entire thing out. Oh, wow. Which was depressing. But, you know, I, I hope... The autolog is only for friendly comments read. only. I guess so, but now you know that when you go see all those asterisks that I'm really just insulting you. And that means I'll have to hunt you down in a cop car. Great. And use a spike strip. It's, did you play online? I have not played it online yet. Oh, online is the best. I just did a bunch of offline ones, and... Uh, some of those gold medals are kind of annoying to get. They can be hard, yeah, yeah. Uh, one that comes to mind was the uh the the first mission that they give you the spike strip. I Trying to get gold on that was kind of a headache. Like, do spike strips stop cars completely, or do you still have to ram them in the end? Like, it'll just slow them down, but it won't like bust them. Cause yeah, I dropped two spike strips on one on that car in that mission, and it was still going. It was flashing yeah. red. It depends on how much like health they have, because different cars can take more damage. Mm. So you'll need to use a couple strikes spike strips and still try and like crash into him. I didn't know oh. that at the time, so it was kind of a headache to get the gold on that. Right, and some yeah, of those missions where you, you have to drive without hitting the walls are kind of a, I, the problem I'm having with the game is I'm playing it like it's a burnout game when it's not completely a burnout game. What do you mean? Like, you're just hitting walls all the time and stuff? Yeah, like, with burnout games, I will coast off the walls to just help me make turns faster and keep my boost up, and you oh, can't okay. really do that in Hot Pursuit because it slows you down. Right, that's true. Uh, I know the I know the missions you're talking about, and they're definitely, like, the part I'm liking the least, because I'm just, I'm like, I'm tapping a wall, and it's like, two seconds, come on! I, ugh! What I but hate is I, when, like, you hit one wall, and then it skids you into another wall, and, that, like... That, that always sucks. I did yeah. notice, though, that if you kind of, like, bounce b- between walls, it'll only count the thing once. Like, the message yeah. won't come up all Basically, the time. Basically, there's, like, a, like a two-second buffer, 
for when that message is on screen that you can hit any wall, and then after that fades out, it gives you another penalty. Right, right, yeah. So, I don't know. I played a ton of Burnout Paradise, so I'm pretty good at drifting. Hmm. Yeah, like I found like I've just been kind of like trying to do a drift, and then I'll boost in the middle of it to help me straighten up now. Yes, that's de- that's definitely the key to that game is the boosting. Uh, but overall, are you are you liking it? I'm enjoying it. Uh, I will probably play more of it, but when I get back off on time off, because I can't really play it right now. Right, right. Any any like preference between cops and racers? Um, out of the bit I've played with both. Uh, I guess you're not I, very far, so you haven't gotten like the special items for each person. Right? Yeah, like I haven't gotten any special items for racer yet, and I've only got uh, spike strip and. Uh, like and Roblox, Roblox, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the car is kind of similar. It has spike strip, and it also has an EMP, but it has turbo, which is awesome, and it also has jammer, which is just kind of whatever. It it seems like it's something I'll really enjoy eventually when I get more into it. I did have uh, a bunch of my friends were trying to convince me to get it for PS3 instead of 360 because they were all playing it at the time. Okay, so then th- what made you go 360? Preference. Oh, well, achievement points, right? No, uh, preference. I just, I like my 360 more than my PS3. My, my PS3 is even... Because of achievement points. No, it's not because of achievement points. Yes, it is. It's not. Friends lists? I do have more friends on my 360 than I do my PS3. There you go. That That's good because there's actually an achievement for having five Need for Speed friends. And I haven't reloaded it because the first time I loaded the game, it just said I was the only friend I had that owned the game, when you, you blatantly told me at least two or three people on my list that own the game. Right, yeah, no, because I have two people and I need to make more friends, which suck, because I don't really want to associate with other people, but I don't sooner be or later, God. I'm going to have to start, like, you know, sending out friend requests and being like, hey, you should play a game with me for, like, three seconds. Okay. Yeah. Also, have you gone to the... I can't remember where it was, but there's an, an option in one of the menus where it'll check your... Sto- the storage device and see if you played any other Criterion games and just give you some bu- some bounty for it. Yeah, I tried that and it didn't pick up Burnout. No? No. And I know I've played Paradise. I got... They said I've played two of their... What, they said like two of our incredible racing games or something like that. They didn't say what the games were and I'm like, okay, so I definitely played Burnout Paradise and I didn't know what the other one was, because I don't think I played any of the other Burnouts on my Xbox. There, there's only two Burnouts on Xbox, Revenge yeah, and Revenge Paradise. Yeah, is the other one. Yeah, okay, and I definitely haven't played Revenge, so I don't know what the other could be. It, it could I, be just like NEA racing game. Have you played any other Need for Speeds, like Most Wanted? I've, that's the thing. I've played almost every single other Need for Speed one, but my count was still two. Maybe, they, maybe they just counted Most Wanted, because that was the last good Need for Speed. <laughs> Even they know that. Well, I mean, look at look at what the rank for twenty is in Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. It's most wanted. Yeah, I guess. Huh. If oh, if you ask well. most people what their favorite Need for Speed was out of like the the last the current generation, most of them are going to say, besides Hot Pursuit, they're going to say most wanted. Yeah, I'm definitely in that boat myself. I don't know. That's pretty funny if Criterion just kind of put that joke in there. Like, come on, you know what we're talking about. But yeah, because I, de- I definitely have played um, Hot Pursuit and Most Wanted and Underground and Pro Street, which is terrible. 
was Pro Street terrible? Because it's like five dollars now, and I thought about it. Pro Street, like, Pro Street is just racing, racing, isn't it? It's simulation racing, and there's like product placement everywhere. Oh. And it doesn't have the cheesy cutscenes, does it? No, it doesn't. That, that was one of the things that made most wanted for me was the the cutscenes. Right, okay. and, and um, Underground has that, but they're just almost like stupid now, where it's just like because they're just totally trying to be serious completely. They basically missed out on the joke where Hot Pursuit or Most Wanted was kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah, which apparently that wasn't like a joke; they were being serious. <laughs> but they which just missed, and it was funny. So. Yeah, Razor Callahan is the best. I need Razor is guy. the best. I still hate the structure of that game. Like you have to get more infamy or whatever in order to race certain events. It makes you know? sense. I know, but like I'm at a point right now in the game that I've been stuck at for like a year, where it's just like I basically have to get in like a 20 minute car like car chase and then just hide somehow. And then that that is better. that is so easy to do though. There's like um I know there's the weird exploit, but like yeah, and then I don't know. I screwed it up or something, and I didn't have the, I don't know, Huxpa to do it again. The Chutzpah. Something. <laughs> I, I don't know. Glaheim. I'll play it again. Where? What? Never mind. Oh, okay. I forget where I am on the blacklist. Number Nathan, any uh, any desire to pick up the game? A bit, yeah. Like, um, over the... Black Friday stuff. I checked on Amazon and it was one of the deals of the day, but they were all claimed already. So I could have gotten it for thirty-five. That would have been a great though. deal. Plus that still would have been. So great. I think it would have worked out to like a little better than my staff discount. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I just picked up Import Tuner Challenge though, so I think I'm set for the next while. I'm racing again. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Can I briefly uh, mention that I played Beater Raider, if that's a game? You went back to Beater Raider? Yeah, I'm messing around with it again. Um, I, I don't know why. I, I had to laugh. I found my PSP, and Beater Raider was in it. There you go. I, I just don't have any battery power. I didn't. I lost my old charger, and I haven't bothered using my new one yet. Yeah, my PSP was thoroughly dead, and I had to fish around for it. Those things don't hold a charge at all. It's pretty sad. No, like... Every, yeah, every time I go back to it, it's just dead. Where's my DS? Totally still good. Most of the time. I wonder if it's the clock or something. But anyway, that, that's all I got. Uh, what else was there? Need for Speed. I'm just thinking if I played... I think I played a bit more Need for Speed. A bit more Space Invaders Infinity Gene. Ah. Still not finished that. That's actually a lot longer game than I thought it would be. How many hours would you say? Sorry, what? Can you break it down into hours? Cause... Um, I don't know if I break it down. Like, I only played for, like, maybe another hour. But, oh. uh, like, I'm in, like, World 4, and I've only got six of the ten ships unlocked, and stuff like that. Hmm. And the stages just get more and more ridiculous. Like, apparently there's an achievement for beating the game without dying, or without having to use a continue. Oh, wow. And I've used a lot of continues so far. So unless one of the last ships is amazing, like I don't know how people are supposed to do that. Yeah, I haven't really gone back to that game since October. Other than that, I ended up playing uh, the new Donkey Kong Country Returns. Oh, okay. How is that? I hear it's a lot harder than like Kirby's Epic Yarn. 
I oh, anything is harder than Kirby's Epic Yarn. Oh, okay. Well, because for starters, you can die in this game, which is immediately a lot That's more difficult true. than Kirby. I definitely did die when I played it at PAX. I I'm I'm really on the fence about it. Oh, like whether or not you even like it? Yeah, like I went through I I kind of went through a point where I it didn't catch me and then it caught me and then I hated it and then I started liking it again. Like I kept jumping back and forth through the motions. It was really weird. Can you like pinpoint what's wrong with it? Okay, uh, I'll be perfectly upfront. I have a lot of nostalgia for the original series. Like, I own all three. I I played those games so much, I think I have... At one point, I had all the secrets in all three games memorized. At one where point, they were. I thought I was a monkey. At one point, I thought I was wearing a tie and a red hat. Wait, does DK wear a hat? No, Diddy. Yeah, Diddy Kong does. He wears a hat that says Nintendo oh. on it. Yes, you're right. I keep forgetting about Diddy. But yeah, like I played the old game so much, I had all the secrets memorized. And playing this one, where the mechanics are different, feels really weird. Okay. Like uh, to 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 do the roll or cartwheel attack, depending on who you're playing as, you have to shake the controller. Is there no way around that? Like you can no classic controller. Around? Not at all. Oh. And if there is, they don't say it. Like it, the the control options they show in the menu are either just the Wii remote sideways, or the remote and nunchuck. Hmm. Which one are you rolling with? Uh, Wii remote sideways. Okay. It, it feels more natural. But they're still shaking. Yeah, like uh, to do the cartwheel attacks, you have to shake it. And if you have both characters together, you can do an infinite roll, but you have to keep shaking the remote to do it. So it's really annoying where you're trying to do platforming, but you have to keep shaking your wrists up and down like every couple of seconds to make sure you don't screw up. And you need to master that technique as well because uh, every stage has a time trial. And like the only way you're going to get golds on those stages is to use that technique. I still have not gotten a gold in any of the stages yet. Silver is the best I can manage. Some of those times are ridiculous. Okay. Have have you tried it co-op yet? Um, no, I have not tried a co-op. I didn't have anyone to play with. Okay. Hmm. My um, I I think what kind of bugged me was the uh the jumping mechanics. This is what bugged me the most. Uh, if you get all the Kong state uh Kong tiles in every stage of a world, it unlocks what's called a K stage. Okay. And this is supposed to be a super challenging level that doesn't have any checkpoints. Problem is, right. the first case stage they unlock, they expect you to bounce off a bunch of enemies. But the timing to get like a large bounce off of an enemy is sporadic. It's different than every other game platforming game I've ever played. What do you mean? Like, like okay, think of a Mario game where you jump off an enemy and you hold the, t- the jump button and you f- jump higher off the enemy. Yeah, you kind of, yeah. Yeah, the old Donkey Kong Country games were like that as well. In this one, if you do that, if you hold the button, you're going to do a small jump. Okay. You have to tap the button to get a large jump. But you can't tap it at the same time you land on the enemy, because sometimes that seems to make you do a small jump. Like, I, uh, there was a certain group of enemies, I would, I would tap it as soon as it hit the enemy, and every third jump would be a small jump. It would never be a large one. 
So what I found myself having to do was to mash the jump button before I hit the enemy so I would get a large jump. Like I would tap the jump button two times before I hit an enemy, then I would do a large jump, tap it another two times before I hit an enemy to do a large jump, and so on. I don't know if I'm the only person who had an issue with the jump mechanics. I've heard some other people say it's kind of janky, but I, that really annoyed me. I burnt 40-plus lives on one stage because I couldn't. the jump mechanic was throwing me off that much. Okay, huh. wait, wait. If you had that many lives, do they come frequently then? Kind of. You can go to Cranky Kong's store and buy lives in sets of 1, 3, or 7. I think it's 15 banana What's, coins. Is the currency bananas? Oh, banana yeah, coins. banana coins are the currency. It's 15 banana coins for 7 lives. And uh, because I was doing that stage so much... Is a banana coin made out of bananas? Uh, no, I, they just look like bananas. They just Oh, so it's like a gold banana? Kinda, but in like in, indented on a coin. Oh, okay. Like okay, like yeah. like say instead of a loon on our loony, it's a banana. Right, little Canadian reference there. All a right. zing. Uh, but yeah, like some of the stages, if you redo them enough, you, they just kind of hand out money like like candy. So I went in with I think it was seventy lives. I came out of that I came out of that stage with thirty because I was so frustrated by the end. I was just barreling through it, and I had earned so much money going through that stage that I managed to max out my lives at 99 and still had 300 coins left. Oh, so when you die, do you, you keep all the coins you've collected on that stage? Yeah, you don't lose your money. Huh. Okay. That's nice, I guess, kind of. Yeah, that doesn't happen often. You don't lose, uh... You don't lose any uh, of your coins. You don't lose any bananas you collected. Any puzzle... There's two things you can collect in stages. Puzzle pieces and Kong letters. You don't right. lose any puzzle pieces you collect, even if you pick up one, then die. But any Kong letters you collect and then die, you lose up till your last checkpoint. Okay, that, that one makes sense. Yeah. Are there any animals to ride in that game? Uh, so far, just Rambi. And I think that's the only one. I don't even think Ongarde is in it. Okay, I don't, I don't remember. Who's Randy? The Rhino. Rhino. rhino? Oh, the Rhino. Okay. Wait, what's the swordfish's name? Ongarde. Ongarde. All right, I remember there's the swordfish, right? And the ostrich. And then there was, yeah, uh, not Escargot, uh, Expresso. Expresso the ostrich, and then there was, like, Winky the Frogs. Oh, Squawks is in it. Squawks the parrot. Oh, what is Squawks? Oh, right, do? I'm remembering all these characters now. Uh, in this game, you go to the store and you buy Squawks, and then if you go to a stage you can't find the puzzle pieces for, he'll actually just start making noise when you're when the uh, secret is on the screen. Hmm, that's kind of interesting. So he wor- yeah, he works yeah. like he works like Puzzle Radar, basically. Right. Okay. And are are the uh, minecart levels still fun or? Oh man, the minecart levels are are worse this time around. Oh, um, okay. I don't. Did you play the old Donkey Kong Country, Sean? I played one that was on the Game Boy. Okay, that could have been either any of them. I right. have very little experience with those as well. In the old games, if you if your minecart hit an enemy, you uh, you lost one of your Kongs, but then you just hopped back in the minecart and kept going. Okay. In this one, if you hit an enemy, period, you die, even if you have four hearts. Oh, wow. Like, you're, you're, you just kind of bail off the tracks, or what? The the cart, like, yeah, the cart flies off the tracks, and then you just fall into a pit. Hmm. 
seems kind of realistic, I'm going to say. I guess, but like <laughs> the problem, I think that this is another case of where I'm comparing this game to the old like, series when it's not yeah, even the you, same company. So say it, say you're a 10-year-old kid and this is your first Donkey Kong Country. Is it, would it be pretty awesome? Or? It'd be good, and like if you're not going for all the secrets, it won't be that hard. Oh, okay. Like I'm, I'm taking my, I'm taking my time and just looking for secrets. And that reminded me one thing that about this game that bugs me. Uh, this is this is once again goes back to the old games. Uh, there was a ground pound move where you could just slap your hands on your ground on the ground in the old games and find secrets. Mm-hmm. They brought that back in this one. It has more of a purpose, which is good. I like that. But they also introduce another move, which is blow, where you duck and shake the controller, and then Donkey Kong just breathes a bunch. Okay. There's there's like do? a there's a bunch of dandelions in the stages. You blow on these, certain items come out. Now usually it's just either money, hearts, or bananas, so it's not usually a big deal. But sometimes they hide puzzle pieces in the stages. So now I, as a result, I compulsively check all of these to make sure I don't miss any secrets. Wow. Which drastically slows me down and kind of, and really annoys me. So it's that's just... kind of like the Alan Wake issue of you're no longer being immersed in the world. You're just searching for coffee like, mugs. Yeah, thermoses. Exactly. It's exactly yeah. like that. That's too bad. That's that's yeah. That's, I I guess you could circumvent that by just using squawks all the time, but then that takes the challenge out of finding the items. And I, no, I've, I've only done all of World 1. I haven't done any of the other stages. So I don't know if it gets better or worse in the later stages. Because each stage has a different theme. Like, the next stage, I think, is the beach. Right. Is there? Have you gotten to any cool silhouette moments? Oh, yeah. Um, the stage 4 is a really cool silhouette. It's it's the one they kept showing in the trailers. Right, so with, like, like, his tie. Is it pretty cool? Because hmm? people say nice things about how it looks. Oh, yeah, the game looks great. And uh, I, I don't. I like. There's a lot of things about the game I like. Like uh, Cranky Kong. Whenever you buy something from him, he he makes like this old man monkey noise. He goes like Wee! every time you buy something. Wait, sorry. What is he like? He he goes Wee! like that. Kind of like it sounds like you're calling a pig. Uh, you're, one more time. I I'm not getting it. No. <laughs> don't worry. I got the time on that. So. Yeah, I, I knew you. I knew you were gonna do that. You jerks. Okay. Um, Be prepared to hear this at the end of the podcast, guys. Just for like a minute. Or just <laughs> every minute on the minute. <laughs> I don't uh, know. That noise he makes, though, just was kind of cheering me up when I got angry at that stage. I was just like, this is the only thing that gives me solace. It's Cranky Kong's crazy noises. Okay. Is the DK rap at all present? No. Okay. Uh, a a lot, a lot of the marks. music taken from Donkey Kong Country 1, though. Like The game borrows a lot of stuff from Donkey Kong Country 1. Okay. Like, are you know for sure the rap's not there, or just you haven't come across it yet? And credit song. I haven't come across it yet. I'm I'm going to assume it's not in there because well, I guess most of those characters song. aren't. So. The, the The game is only supposed to have uh, Diddy, Donkey, and Cranky. So I mean, oh. you can't really do the DK rap without the rest of the DK crew. Yeah, I guess that's, that's true. true. So overall, kind of lacking in nostalgia points. But... Over, overall, if you, if you have a lot of nostalgia for the series, it's going to screw you up. I'll be perfectly okay. honest. But uh, it is it is good otherwise. Like, it's a solid game and it's, it's gotten a, good, a lot of good scores and it does deserve all the stuff it gets. It's just, for me, it's 
it's combating with a, a heavy amount of nostalgia, and it's not really winning. Okay, uh, like, I know this is kind of weird, but, like, if you, like, comparing it to, like, Kirby, because those are kind of, like, the two big Nintendo ones at the moment, or this season, mm. which one would you say you, like, preferred? Oh, that's a tough one. They're kind of two different beasts altogether, to be honest, because Kirby is the most relaxing game in the world you could play. Like, Epic okay. Yarn, like, you, you can't die. If you just want to play through the stage, you're, you'll be fine. It doesn't matter how you play. It's it's a nice, peaceful, relaxful, easy game. Donkey Kong Country acts like a game. I, I don't... I, I hate to say this, but sometimes Kirby's Epic Yarn does not act like a game. Like it's more just like a crafts book like or time something. waster. It's more kind of like we're gonna chill. We're gonna kill some. It's a time killer, basically. It's like, oh, I'm gonna play like a Facebook game. Kirby's a big yarn is the Nintendo equivalent of a Facebook yeah, game. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Although I've heard really good things about that Zuma game on Facebook, so <laughs> I don't know. I like. I still. I still like Kirby's Epic Yarn, and I'm gonna eventually finish it. But like that's just how I feel about it. And Donkey Kong Country Returns, like I like the challenge, but at the same time, it's getting over what I expect out of it. It doesn't handle like a platformer game I expect to. Like I died multiple times on the first stage, and that was really weird for me. <laughs> I'm just way too good. Like it's gonna sound cocky as hell to say that, but it, it was kind of like, wow, I just died. Like it, it doesn't feel natural at first. I, I okay. don't know how to put it any other way. Like it's uh, cheap, or I don't know. Like this, like I think this has to do with a Donkey Kong Country nostalgia again. Uh, if have you like, what did you think when you played it at PAX, guys? I was having fun, I didn't, but like so. <laughs> like I didn't well, have a problem at PAX. I, it felt weird at PAX, but I, like otherwise, it was one stage, so I couldn't really. Locked down on it, right? But I don't know. Like, you you can't play as Diddy Kong by himself unless you have two players. Um, just a, a little little things that kind of bug me, but only because I've spent so much time playing the old games. If you haven't played them, fantastic game, pick it up. If you have, rent it first to see if you like it, because you might find something's weird. Otherwise, it is a good spiritual successor. Just you're gonna have some issues at first. Okay. That's my closing statement on it. Did you play anything else? Or? Nope, that was it. Uh, Superman, Sean. but that doesn't count. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> no. Okay. That's your favorite game. No announcements you to make. Your favorite game. I I just recorded the next two stages, so that was something. Okay. So, Sean, you, you were saying something about level 40 or something earlier, oh, okay, yeah. much so earlier. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it has multiplayer, and I'm level, like, 5 or something, and just a lot of the times I'm playing against, like, level 20 and stuff, which is fine, because I, I keep, like, I'm for some reason I'm on, like, a winning streak at the moment. Um, but that's just odd to me that they would pit you up with the that high of a level when I'm at, like, the early stage. That was yeah. just kind of the main thing. But anyways, that game is really good. 
I've heard that. That's probably next on my purchase list. I just can't really do that right now because I have school stuff to think about. But, yeah. Has it been eating a lot of time, or...? Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. Like, and I'm, I've been trying to do like an even pace of like I'm gonna play some multiplayer for a couple hours, then I'll play some single player for a couple hours. Um, I really like it. Uh, if it, it's definitely like there wasn't much to fix in Assassin's Creed 2, but yeah, it still was able to find things to refine and change in the single player mode. Like, one thing that really stuck out is a lot of the times when you get like the mission to you have to like go go kill this guy, or even something simple like, just, you know, follow this guy. Um, now there's, like, objectives to do within those, like, for example, one of them was, um, you know, remember those Prince of Persia-style run-through-the-caverns kind of deals? Yeah. There'll be one of those again, it'll be like, but if you want 100% full synchronization, do it in under 8 minutes. Or, do it without losing 3 health points. Do you get Uplay points or achievements for doing those? Or There's some achievements tied to them. I believe there's one for like getting full synchronization on every mission within one memory sequence. Oh, okay. And I think that's only the main one. So for like memory sequence 2, because that's the first one you can do it, I made sure I did on that one. Which can be kind of hard, because there's this one where you just get like ambushed by a bunch of guys, and the, to get 100%, you're not allowed to get hit. Wow. Which gets into a little bit more of what they've changed. In some of the combat, there's now a move that, um, as soon as you finally kill a guy, while you're killing him, if you point this, the left stick towards another enemy, they'll light up, and if you just hit X during that, Ezio will immediately just turn and kill that guy. So you can get these huge streaks of, like, one-hit kills going. Nice. And every I've time, every, like... To Arkham, so... That sounded intriguing. Yeah, similar, yeah. You wanna... But as opposed to just, like, hitting them... You're just killing them immediately, whereas Arkham, you, you would just have to punch him a, a few times more after doing that. Yeah. And yeah. this just, like, ends them. And, yeah, you kind of have to go between, like, doing that and watching to make sure, because if someone attacks you, you need to throw in a counter in there and then continue doing that. Sounds um, good. Definitely fun. And, so, yeah, the multiplayer, uh, you kind of described it pretty well as, like, the best game of tag. And that's totally what it is. Um, it's really fun having to pretend to be a computer character. I definitely... Oh, definitely like, yeah, that. just, like, walk like an AI character. Yeah, walk like an AI. AI. And it's good because the AI, they'll even make the AI look kind of weird, like, doing, like, a, a 180 out of nowhere or just run for no reason com completely. Oh, okay. It's kinda so funny. that's nice. Yeah. At least I'm pretty sure those were AIs. Maybe they were just... Maybe they were players. I'm pretty sure they're AI. Okay. Because I've seen that quite often. With just, like, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's fun. I definitely love using the disguise moves, so even when people are chasing me, I can look like someone else. Um, are you at the guild stuff yet, or...? In the main game? Yeah. I was just about to get there, and then I was like, you know what, I want to kind of just, like, explore and do some, like, viewpoints, so I'm not at the guild stuff yet but that's, like, okay. the next thing I can go do story-wise. Hmm. But there's just, like, a ton of... That game just opens up completely, and it's like, all right, just run around and do what you want. Have fun. So, you know, I'm, like, recreating shops and getting tons of can income you buy every paintings? 20 minutes. Can I what? Can you buy paintings in it again? Yes, you can. Awesome. Purchase. Yep. Yep, yep. And one thing that was actually kind of cool is... Because you know at the end of the f second game that if you get, like, all the feathers, you get, like, that black cloak? 
Uh, yes. At the beginning of that, you're totally wearing that. At least I was, because I had the cloak. You do lose it, but I was just like, oh, that's great, I'm glad he was still wearing it. Because that makes sense. Because it picks up, like, immediately where the second one ended. Cool stuff. Uh, yeah, I'll probably be picking that up sometime a couple weeks from now. Yeah, but no, it's def- it's definitely really fun. Um, You play still in effect? Yeah, you play still whatever. I guess I could buy a theme if I wanted with all my Uplay points. Yeah. Like, I don't think I, don't... I spent my Splinter Cell Uplay points because I hated that game, so I can spend those on Assassin's Creed stuff up front. Yeah, I guess you could, and you could get inventory increases or whatever. Oh, yeah, there's, like, inventory now. Like, you actually collect items. Like, it'll be like, Was that hey, not you got a thing? Because they used to no. have smoke bombs and stuff. But... No, I mean, like, this is like, hey, you got a rosebud. And then you use that to make stuff. Oh, there's crafting? A bit of crafting, yeah. From what I've seen so far, going to one of the shops, and I was like, oh, that's a cool sword. And it's like, you can only get the sword when you do the shop quest. And I was like, oh, what's the shop quest? So I backed out a couple menus and found shop quest. And it's like, to make this sword, you need, like, three of these items, two of these items, and four of these. And I was like, okay, well, I have nothing right now, so I guess I'll see you later. I'll buy Uh this knife. Okay. Guns are there again? Yep, I think I believe you start with a gun. I've just been sticking to my hidden blades, because they're fine. Okay. So would you say it warrants a full release like they did then? Yeah, Yeah, there's definitely a ton to do, and I know the multiplayer was kind of the main focus of it, but they've even said, like, you know, full 20-hour campaign, and I can easily see myself spending about that much. There's so much to do in this single player. And, and they've like already said, said there's another one next year. Is that kind of weird? or? No, they said there isn't going to be one next year. I swear they did. I remember them saying Assassin's Creed has taken a break in 2011. Oh, okay. Um, chat about something, I will find out. Doesn't it feel a little too much uh, like too much Assassin's Creed all at one time, though? I mean, or is it different enough that you kind of want to play it still? But if it's getting better every time, does that really matter? Right. Like, it is really similar to the second one, but I also really liked the second one, and I haven't played... Like, the second one came out, what, was it last fall? Yeah. Yeah, so... Like, pretty much a year ago. Yeah, and I so I haven't played Assassin's Creed for a while now, and it's kind of scratching that itch, and the multiplayer is definitely different enough that you could, if you wanted to, I guess, you could focus just on that, but... I don't know, it's... It's really similar to two, but I think there's a, enough refinements to make it almost feel kind of fresh. And uh, yeah, I think it's definitely worth picking up. Uh, yeah, there's another one sometime in 2011. So, really? There you go. The quote is another big Assassin's Creed game. So. I think it'll be Assassin's Creed Three. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe it's like. Uh, the further adventures of Altair. Remember that guy? That'll be yeah. But they they, they did that on the PSP. It was called Bloodlines, and right. it wasn't very good. Yeah. Well, I have it. I just haven't yeah. opened it. Okay. Apparently, it's kind of weird I'm, to control without the thumbstick. I'm well, I don't know. So. Just Ubisoft apparently got their first week sales figures back, and we're like, "Yep, we're making another one. Do it." So that'll happen. But hey, if they're good, they're good. So. I'm, I'm, I was surprised when the reviews hit for Brotherhood, so I guess I wasn't. Surprised. I I thought I knew it was going to be good. Like I, you played it at PAX, didn't you? 
Yeah, like, I was pretty impressed by the multiplayer, but I was kind of under the same impression a lot of people were, where it was like, it'll have a really robust multiplayer mode, and like a three and a half hour single player game. That's and definitely that's not the case. Not what so, that's great. I'm I'm happy. That's fine. I enjoy missing Assassin's Creed. But, uh, yeah. Good stuff. And Need for Speed. Uh, was there anything else you were back for? Uh, yeah, I, I picked up something today because it came out in secret. Okay. And that's Ilo Milo. How do you spell that? I L O M I L O. Okay. So. Is it about the protagonist of Wheelman, or? Is that it's the name not. of Vin Diesel's character? His name is Milo. <laughs> we went over this last week. Um, so Vin Diesel's running around in a forest or something? Sorry, Sean, you can it, describe Ilo Milo. It's now. actually Triple X, the game. Oh man, what if it was? Like Ice Cube's there as well, unlockable character? That definitely would not work with the story they're going with. Okay, <laughs> what is the story of this game? I have no idea. Okay, what story is. of this game. There's two people. Well, you know what? I wouldn't call them people, I would call them finger puppets. Okay, or like. Two finger puppets. Okay, think of this. You, you got Sackboy. Okay. Now. Get rid of everything except his head. Alright. And also get rid of his mouth, so he's just kind of like two black dots. And, and so he's two eyes on a sack. Yeah, and then that sack has little knobby feet and a little curly antenna and knobby arms. And then he, they walk. He, he likes to walk around. Okay. I've, I've drawn what you just described, and it looks kind of like a punching bag. <laughs> a, they look a bit like a punching bag, yeah. Okay. So, like, right. what I'm thinking is, like, you know, Smash Brothers, the bag you have to hit in the baseball bat challenge thing? Not that like, tall. Okay, so shorter than that, but with a little antenna and some feet. Yeah. Okay, so this guy's walking around. Okay, there's two of them. And one of them's okay. red, and one of them's blue. And the red one's name is Ilo, and, and the blue one is Russell. Really? No, it's Milo, <laughs> but what if it was Russell? <laughs> I kind of wish it was Russell right now, but anyway, Milo's fine. Okay. And they look, they look very similar. And the story is that every morning they meet by a tr the tree in the middle of the park and they drink apple tea and munch on maple leaf flavored biscuits. This is great. Wow. <laughs> apple tea and biscuits. Yep, I'm kind of just reading the story at the beginning now. And then at night, they would head back to their homes to meet the next day. And it shows okay. them walking away. But meeting in the mornings was harder than one might think, because every day, it seemed that someone rearranged the park and all its roads and trees. Or maybe it was just Ilo and Milo's memory that weren't all that good. Anyway, as one can understand, this made Ilo and Milo's friendship somewhat complicated. <laughs> okay... And then that brings you into the game, and so what you need to do is you basically walk around on these blocks. Are you controlling both of them? You control one at a time, but if you hit X, you can go back and forth between the two. This is kind of sounding like Lost Vikings. Well, th so this is a puzzle game. So, yeah. Like Lost Vikings. Oh, okay, well I didn't play Lost Vikings. It's made but, by Blizzard. Oh. Okay. Yes, it is. What were the um, dude's names? There's a guy with the shield. Eric the... Uh, Olaf the Stout, Eric the Red, and I can never remember the third guy. Right. 
but he's really fast. Yeah. Anyway. Um, sorry. So, so you the whole point of the game is getting to... They just have to go beside each other, so you need to get one to the other one. And then they'll crack, bust out the tea and biscuits? Well, they don't do that exactly. They just, every time I do it, they dance and glow and stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, what's the art style like? Because I could see that being kind of key to the... Everything the just looks like it, like it was sewn together or... Uh, it's hard to explain, but it all looks like it's like arts and crafts. So kind of like Kirby, or no? Um, less like it's well, yeah, Kirby if it was like 3D, I guess. Oh, okay. Like these characters straight up have like patches sewn onto them. So it's not side scrolling then? Nope, it's a full 3D, and you t you turn uh, you have to turn the um the camera all around you because you're always like walking upside down and stuff. Like, a lot okay. of the times you'll, like, Ilo will walk by Milo, but they'll be on, like, opposite sides of one cube, and you need to figure out how to get to the other side. Huh. And so while you're doing that, you're collecting what look like, like, glowing pieces of fabric or flowers. And every time you, and that just, like, unlocks you more, like, concept art and stuff like that. And, um, and you collect these little, like, followers that look like miniature versions of you, I forget what they're called. Hang on. They got a weird name. They're called Safkas. Safkas? Yeah. I don't know why, but you just you collect those cuz that's fun. And the music in the game is just like little tinkly like one note guitar kind of stuff and it's super fun. There's even an achievement for if you're on the main menu when you move along the main menu, it makes noises, and if you can replicate the music currently be being played with moving around on the menu, you get an achievement. <laughs> That's kind of weird. How much is this game? It's 800 points. Okay. Okay, so here... The loading screens are always hilarious. So they'll say, like... So there's a cube that stretches, and they'll say that the cube got the ability to stretch over a period of 1,000 years as it tried to catch its coat from a coat hanger. And you're just like, great, I'm glad I knew that. Or you'll okay. learn that there's guys that enjoy having really big mustaches and grooming them. That's or true. how this one guy has 73 hats, but he only wears one of them. And you're just like, well, I'm glad I know that. Thank you for <laughs> It's that. a lot of personality. Yeah, it's Weird. adorable. I just, I want to hug it. And I need to play Kirby's Epic Yarn so I can figure out if I need to, if I want to hug this more than that. But so I definitely recommend it. And it's hard. Like, I'm, I'm still on the first world, and I'm still getting stumped in not just trying to collect everything and get to them together, but, like, sometimes I just don't even know how to get them together. But there is, like, show hint, which I've yet to try and stuff. So I, I'm assuming it wouldn't be too hard, but I can see it getting to a point where I'm even the hints aren't helping. Sorry, so does the gameplay consist of you, like, running and jumping around or, like, moving objects or... You don't jump. You just walk around, and there'll be some movable blocks that you can grab and, like, put them into into empty spaces and walk over them, or put them into a space so, so that like the other guy can walk. And stuff, and... stuff like that, yeah. And there's, like like I said, extending blocks. Okay. Um, so those will, like, make, make, like, poles and stuff, depending on if you need, like, a, th a pole like, to point forward so you can cross, or point up so the other guy can get across. And it's all about just moving these blocks and... 
there's even a loading screen about how the blocks uh, started getting uh, tired of always being moved and manipulated, so they became barbers. But being a barber is hard if you don't have hands. And you're just like, okay, cool. Well, I feel... It's, being a block must suck, but whatever. Huh, yeah, I guess I literally didn't hear this came out at all. That's, a, that's Yeah, I so like I said, when I was saying the secret thing, so the way to get this game currently is you have to go to their website, and it'll give you a download code. You take the code, and that'll download the, uh, the trial version of the game, and then you go into the trial version, and you click Unlock Full Game. Whoa. I thought you just meant, like, there was no advertising for it, so you had to go to... Well, there also wasn't know, any advertising for it. Like, I just heard I. it on Kotaku. Like, it came out this way. That's how you have to get the game currently. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> Weird. And I don't know why you would do that. Like, release it in such a strange fashion? Yeah, like, I don't understand why you would do that without putting it fully out. Maybe they're just doing an experiment. But for what? What does this get them? Besides money. But they could get so much more money if they had just released it for people to immediately download. Yep. I guess so. So, I don't know why, but... Anyway, if you want it, there's that's how you do it. So, yeah, demos. The nice thing about... Apparently, if you download a demo and then unlock the full game, it's like a really fast download because you already downloaded a good section of it. Yeah, no, that's how I it did, works with the trials. I did not know that at all. How the hell do I get up there? Oh, yeah, I'm playing um, it right now, by the way. Okay. It's apparently also on Windows Phone 7, so... It is. I played it on PAX on Windows Phone 7 as well. And that also seemed to handle fine. It's not a super, like, complicated game, so I don't see why it wouldn't, but... Yeah, for the mo I definitely recommend it. And, you know, anytime the arcade games are still 800, that's good. Yeah, and it's all one word, apparently. Ilo, Milo. It is. You're correct, so I assumed there was a space. But okay. Um, Is that it for this week, or...? That was it for this week, yes. Alright. So... Alright, news. This is a long podcast. Let's do it. So, most important news of the week. Mark Wahlberg, your favorite actor. He's good in some movies. <sighs> yes, Departed, he was good. I like um, Departed, yeah. And then, you know, back when he was Marky Mark, and he had a funky bunch. Yes, and you know what? Boogie Nights, I'm going to give a shout out to that. That's, yeah, that's that movie would movie. not be the same with anyone else in that role. Yeah, he's just airheaded enough to make it work, and it's kind of awesome. But I watched the first five minutes of The Happening again. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Okay, the problem is you watch an M. Night Shyamalan movie. That's not okay. The, that's I'm not, not gonna, success. I'm not going to let that slide, because I like The Village a great deal. It's actually a really good movie. Watch it again. Um, M. Night gets a bad rap right now, but <sighs> The Happening's did, not good. Did you Regardless. see... Like ha yeah, you've seen happening clearly. Did you see Avatar? I did see the Last Airbender, and I didn't hate it as much as most people. There's a flying dog thing, and that was fun. I, did, I don't know. Okay, did you watch the show? I'll say. No, I didn't. I've never seen the show. I did play the video game though. The For game. like five minutes. <laughs> I, oh, I, you I, mean I beat thirty all seconds. Of it, apparently. So. Did you press the B button a lot? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did the exploit thing, and I got those achievements, and then I brought it back, and that was the end of that. Um, why is is it a 
horribly trashing on the legacy of the show? Apparently. I I didn't see the movie, but I, I think those episodes everyone I know who watched Netflix. it just raged on it. Okay. I think you're it, right it, about it, the Netflix thing. From what I saw, like, based on what I know about the fiction and stuff, it just seems like they crammed way too much stuff in one thing to the point where it was kind of incomprehensible. And it kind of was, but I didn't care because there was giant waves. <laughs> and I like me some industrial light magic weather doing bad things. That was cool. I don't know. It's like, it's not a good movie, though. It's like a 5 out of 10, but it's certainly not a 0 or whatever people are saying. That movie got savaged by critics. But anyway, so Mark Wahlberg. Dude can be great or kind of suck, depending. What What's he doing now, Sean? I know what he's doing, and I'm upset, but I'll let you tell him. You're upset? Okay. He is going to be Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movie. Uh... Terrible. I know. Like, just doesn't fit. He's... Spe- he doesn't seem to be having fun Especially ever. Especially when the obvious sucks. choice is another Nathan. Nathan, like, come on. Yeah. I, he's got that right charm, but people were saying on Twitter, like, dude, you're not going to sink hundreds of millions of dollars into a Nathan Fillion project. And they're right. But True. Like, he, he, he doesn't attract, you know, big numbers or whatever, but it would be. And Mark Wahlberg does? I was going to say, like, really? Uh, shooter? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, how was that? Other com- guys? He, he was in the other guys? Yeah, I was going to say, how was that movie? I thought it was okay. It has one really great gag in it, kind of up front, but it kind of loses its way halfway through, in my opinion. Um, and I didn't find Mark Wahlberg especially funny in it, despite him trying. He was talking about uh, flamingos or something? What was his thing? Do you remember? Anything? I don't know what part you're I talking about. It. I've seen it. A swan? Okay. I, I don't know. He just doesn't have that kind of happy-go-lucky adventure thing. Like, people were pitching around a lot of names in the wake of this, and, like, even dudes I don't really like, like Bradley Cooper and, like, Ryan Reynolds, they just... I was thinking Ryan Reynolds just for that persona. I guess. I'm not the biggest Ryan Reynolds fan Yeah, I don't like Ryan Reynolds very much. Well, it it seems like the the movie's not even going to follow the the game's plots, right? I know, which David O'Russell, man, that dude, what's he doing? Like... Like have the movie, the, the movie is supposed to have was it Joe Pesci and <laughs> Robert De Niro? De Niro? Yeah, as the dad or uncle, which isn't a character in the game, by the way. I know, so they're like not Sully or anything. They're just making up their own yeah. dudes. I and... could kind of get behind Robert De Niro as Sully. Yeah, I could get behind ah, that. It it, it wouldn't be the same as like the in-game Sully, but De Niro would have a good take on it. Sure, like just comic straight man kind of thing. Yeah, I guess. I'm still though just Wahlberg doing like kind of, you know, happy like just, not happy, but you know what I mean, like just kind of bumbling adventurer guy. Mm. I can't well, see it working. He's too serious, you know. Here's another thing. What was the last movie Joe Pesci was in? Oh man, I will check this right now. Last good movie Joe Pesci was in, or just movie? Either one. Joe Pesci kind of leaves for decades at a time. Yeah, I've noticed, like, cause like I don't remember anything past like Home Alone two. <laughs> I can't remember anything past Lethal Weapon four that he's been in. Oh, I forgot yeah, about Lethal that. Weapon was like late nineties, so that's more recent. No one liked him in that though. I think it's safe to say. Joe Pesci's um, kind of an acquired taste. Oh, like he, he's good in like wow, the good. Okay, fellas. yeah. There's an eight year gap in his career between Lethal Weapon and The Good Shepherd, which I've been meaning to see. 
Um, and he was in something called Love Ranch from this year. Never heard of that. Which mm. yeah, sounds like a winner of a name. Apparently. So, oh wait, Taylor Hackford. That's a dude, right? Yeah. Is that the, uh, oh, what's that movie? Far From Heaven? Uh, no, Ray and Devil's Advocate. Oh, Ray. Okay. I, I, I didn't like Ray. Yeah, me neither. Anyway. It's nice to have Paul here so Nathan has someone else to talk to mo- talk about movies with. Yeah, have you guys seen or heard of any of these people? Or? Nope. J- Joe Pesci, though. Oh, yeah. I've heard of, everyone's yeah. heard of Joe Pesci because of Home Alone. Yeah. Well, I would say because of, you know, Goodfellas. And- I know, but a lot of people, like, our age would know him because of Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hey, there's a there's a cameo by World of Goo in Ilo Milo. Okay. Yep. You just checked out of this story. This is important <laughs> stuff. He's like, I- I'm Dre done with Joe Pesci. I gotta talk about World of Goo. Wait, well, I just, no, I just got to it because I'm playing Ilo Milo and it just showed up. And I'm like, that's a World of Goo statue, or sculpture. Okay. How old is uh, Nathan Fillion, though? That's another point people were raising. Isn't he, like, 40? Probably. Nathan Fillion is... Is he that old? He's uh, been acting for at least a decade. He's 39 currently. So oh, wow. Okay. He's kind of on the edge. I, eh, he could still pull it off, but yeah, no big studio would do that. Mar- anyway, Mark Wahlberg, that's terrible. David Russell, I'm going to say, also terrible. Um, I just don't like that dude, not necessarily because of his movies. Um, you, you all see that Lily Tomlin video? You know what I'm talking about? What? No, I don't. I'm just yelling and freaking out. Okay. He he kind of exploded on set of uh, I Heart Huckabees, and it was quite messed up. He, he's He's got a horrible temper, but... So, like, Christian Bale level? Yeah, but, like, even worse, Oh, I heard about that, angrier. actually. Wasn't he yelling at, like, the older people working in that? Yeah, he was yelling at Lily Tomlin, and Dustin Hoffman's just kind of standing there. Awkwardly. Yeah. <laughs> this is really unprofessional. I'm better than this. Oh. So, yeah. It seems like the wrong guy to direct a fun adventure movie, the wrong guy to star in it. And, hey, De Niro. I, I like De Niro. He was actually pretty funny in Machete. But... Whatever. It's not it's not good. What else do we have? Do we have better news? Is there good news? Fun news? Yeah, here's some fun news. Axl Rose is suing Guitar Hero. That is fun. Like, the yeah. latest Guitar but, Hero? No. He's like just suing, suing Activision because of Guitar Hero 3. Oh, with Slash? Yeah. Which, I kind of like, like that why Axl now? Rose was so out of it that this happened three years ago, and he only around to doing something. You know? I think the IRS is finally targeting him. Oh, so he's like, I need money now. What do yeah, I Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what can I get angry about? Why didn't Chinese democracy sell a billion copies? Because it was in production That's for ten years and sucked. <laughs> yep. Uh, hold on. So, okay, apparently, it, do you want to go over the story, Sean, or should I? Oh, you can if you have it up, sure. Okay. It was like, Slash appears accompanied by Welcome to the Jungle, which apparently Rose has issue with him appearing, affiliating himself with Guns N' Roses, because he felt he was promoting Velvet Revolver somehow. Is there any Velvet Revolver songs in that game? In, in the third one? I don't Strain think your so. brains. Do you remember from three years ago? Um, there was, there was DLC when uh, Revolver came out, I believe. I think Slither came okay. out. I th- wasn't that for World Heat Tour, though? Oh, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I, I think the Velvet Revolver stuff was World Tour. Okay. 
either way, uh, yeah, this is a long time ago, and that's where I was finally getting around to it. Was he, what, how much money was he seeking? 20 million. 20 million? It's 20 million, yep. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Guns N' Roses, anybody still, you know, Appetite for Destruction? That was good, right? Good album. Take Me Down to Paradise City. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and apparently there was an issue with that as well. What, like, in it would No, with like a, oh, sorry, Sweet Child of Mine, not Paradise City. Oh, yeah. Apparently, like, they, they used that for advertising for the third game, and that was only supposed to be allowed for Guitar Hero 2. But if we're now talking about advertising for Guitar Hero 3, that's even further back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know why this is only coming to light now. It's kind of weird. Because, like, other dudes, like, No Doubt and stuff got on it pretty quickly. And Kurt Cobain's, you know, Courtney Love, all that nonsense that happened. But, yeah. Fun stuff. Um, hey, do you guys remember that San Andreas trailer that used uh, Welcome to the Jungle? Yeah, yeah, that sold the game. That was kind of the best thing. That was so good. I just watched that trailer a million times. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I got into Grand Theft Auto. Fun story. Anyway, <laughs> what else do we have? Okay, so some Assassin's Creed news. The Apparently, because the game sold so well on opening day, it's going to have some free DLC in December. Are there, is this real DLC with achievements, or is it like last year's DLC? I think it's like a map. Um, for multiplayer? Yeah. Oh. So, not really. No, that's fine. Like, there's, the different maps are very cool in the game. Well, like, free is free. I just, I hope they do proper DLC this time, if they do DLC at all. Oh, you know what I mean? right, because of last year's DLC? Yeah, like, it's like, hey, it's only $4.00. Or, well, three, wasn't it? It was like, no, four dollars. It was three, three or four, points, somewhere right? around there. Yeah, somewhere around like, there. But you wouldn't really want it because. And you could never bad. play it again. Oh, is that? By the way, too? they they changed that. You can now replay uh, memory missions and stuff in this one. Oh, okay. Cool stuff. But yeah, that was a part of it too because you since you couldn't replay missions in the in the second Assassin's Creed, it was you couldn't replay your downloadable content. Unless Which you is like through all of it again? Or... I guess so, yep. It's kind of messed up. Well, that's fun. I guess that's cool. A little perk for all you Assassin's Creed people. Yep, and like it sounds pretty cool. Um, and it's also it's a new game mode, Advanced Alliance, so I don't really know what that'll exactly mean, but, you know, an entire new game mode for free, that's good. I could see them throwing like one or two achievements with that. Maybe. And apparently there's going to be, like, tons... It's going to be incredibly multi-level. So that's going to be hard, because multi-level is always hard in multiplayer. Wait, what do you mean? Like, layered map? Like, layered cities. Yeah, they're hard just because, like, like the higher you up, the easier everyone can see you. So, like, running on rooftops is, like, the worst thing to do. Ah. I don't know the the intricacies of playing it yet, but... Right. Well, you will. But, you know, yeah. So, yeah, free DLC. I'm, I'm down. Down with that. Alright, Sonic. It's John's favorite game. Clearly. Yeah, Sonic 4, that game we all love. And yeah, I actually liked it. Actually, I don't a know, lot Paul, have you it multiple it? times. There you go. I apologize. I didn't clear that with everyone. Um, okay. So, this news applies was directly. It, was it? Alright. 
Uh, so anyway, what they're doing is they're going to reset the scoreboards. How does that make you feel, Paul? I'm completely fine with that, because what they did in that game is you have to manually upload your scores, so I didn't do that. Oh, wow. Yeah. When you say manually upload, do you mean you have to go to a menu and they just all upload, or you have to do, like, a time trial outside of the main game to do it? you do this. You go to, like, leaderboards, you go to the specific level, and then you go upload my time or whatever. Okay, that's that there's, so there's no do it for all tables. There's just that. Yep, when I was playing it, anyways. Okay, well, this isn't fixing that. Apparent the issue with this is apparently people have been can like hack the leaderboards and put their score down. There's a uh, a little image here of someone who beat this level in zero seconds, so he's okay. pretty good. See, this Actually, is not a new thing. People do this all the time with games. Right, so Sega's uh, Sega's fix for this is we're just going to reset everyone's score, right? That'll fix it, yeah, right? Because no one's playing but it then anymore. What's to stop them from just doing it again? Because like, they're not playing it anymore. Nobody cares anymore. Oh, okay. We'll Everyone's looking episode forward to episode two, I guess. Any idea when episode two is coming out? I, think I don't think they've said year or something. It's not soon. Yeah, I doubt it. And the, and that's the episode where we find out they're just going to make everyone playable in it. Yeah. Plays so Big the Cat. out for the first one, but guess what? Big the Cat is the star of this next one. I would so play Big the Cat. As long as as long as John St. John's doing the voice, I'd be okay with that. Actually, yeah. Froggy. Of all of them, like, I kind of, I'm fine with Big the Cat. He gets a bad reputation. Yeah. Rose. All right, then. Next piece. This is more for, like, Nathan. Oh, okay. Well, we'll just, you know, because I don't think, John, you played Elder Scrolls, right? Nope. Four? Okay. I played a tiny and bit. I, not enough and to And I count. didn't. I own it, but I didn't play it. Uh, haven't played it. Elder Scrolls oh, Five is going to be a sequel. Everyone did, right? Anyone? What was that? Did you play Elder Scrolls Four? Like Oblivion? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then this is for you as well. Um, the fifth one, it's going to be a sequel to that. How does that make you guys feel? Good. Uh, I guess. I don't really care about most of the story beats that happened. Like, I forget. Sean Bean was there. There was some big demon or something. Well, it's going to be the same world uh, and everything, right? Different yeah. province, though? or Probably. I have, like, this is just like a recent announcement just saying, hey, it's going to be a sequel, so I don't know what's to come with it. Okay. I I guess hopefully that's maybe this just them dispelling like MMO rumors and stuff cuz I'd rather have a big crazy single player game. Yeah, for that game I completely agree. Yeah, I don't want to play it with people. That's not that's for. Um I I just, I don't know if I want to go back to the Oblivion stuff, like Oblivion Gates and stuff. Hopefully they keep away from that. See, I liked that though. That got it made old. it feel better, I think than Morrowind or whatever. I didn't play much Morrowind, but huh. I don't know. I just got tired of closing gate, gate after gate after gate. So they'd have to change that if they're going to bring that. Well, back. I'm sure they would add something to make it better, if nothing else. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing the Dark Brotherhood again, though. That was a cool thing. So if they still exist, I'm fine with that. Um, well, good. I'm glad Bethesda's starting to talk about it. Uh, hopefully they're using a sweet new engine that's awesome. Yeah. There's no bugs. Do, 
Do you think this will come out before, like, the next Fallout? Mm, I'm going to say no. What is the next Fallout? Are you just, like, something they haven't announced, or are you thinking Fallout Online? I'm just, yeah, something you haven't announced. Like, obviously they're going to make another Fallout. Just, like, what's going to come on out? Like, it might be Oblivion, or, well, sorry, uh, Elder Scrolls next. Well, my, my question is, if they do a new Fallout, who's going to handle it? Is it going to be Obsidian again, or is it going to be Bethesda? I really liked what Obsidian did with the story aspect of it. Um, I I don't know. I could go either way, I guess. Actually, no, I couldn't. I'd rather have Obsidian do it. They did a better job. Sorry, Bethesda. All the bugs aside? All the bugs aside. Like, I got I, more out of... I, I think a mishmash between the two would be the best. You know, like, get the writers... But also get the the people who seem to know what they're doing with that stupid engine, or get a new engine, right? Or maybe just triple your QA staff and don't don't bother, like feel free to hold off on releasing it until it's you know working. That would be nice. But uh, either way, like yeah, I don't know. Uh, Obsidian's cool. Um, I might actually play Alpha Protocol now. I I don't know. I might go back and do that. They're cool guys. Really bad. Didn't Matt Rory used to work for Obsidian? Yep, and his name comes up like almost immediately as soon as you beat New Vegas. Like he's like one of the first five names. Yeah, that guy. He made this game. Um. Anyway, (laughs) what else do we have? Last piece. Oh no, you have a piece of news, but Mass Effect Two. Last one. Last one I have. Okay. Um. So Paul and I have played Mass Effect Two. Um, did you play as a lady or a dude? Uh, as a dude, both times. Okay, what class did you choose? I played as a lady. That's your class? Lady class? No, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, gender, I lady. What was my class? I think it was... Camera, I could go invisible. The infiltrator. Okay. I think I was infiltrator. I, was, I was vanguard and soldier. Okay, so one of those, you picked the most popular. Uh, basically, they just released a bunch of weird player information that they gleaned from all the playthroughs on the last one. Uh, 83% of people created their own face, which I'm actually really happy with that because I heard way too many stories about people playing with the default face. Um, you're doing it wrong. If you're, if you're playing, personalize it, man. Make it your own. Uh, 82% played as dudes. 18% as ladies. Um, wow. Yeah. Apparently, no one wants to play as a lady, which... I did. I, Jennifer Hale, man. She's one of the best. And that was awesome. I don't even know who does the voice of the male shepherd. I haven't seen him since Mass Effect 1. I did a playthrough with this dude with really bad eyebrows, and I didn't mm-hmm. see him again. Uh, I'm wondering if this... This probably is including multiple playthroughs, right? Because I think I might have a male character that I messed around with for a little bit. I don't know. But yeah, 65% shows soldier... So, yeah. Uh, everyone, like, a lot of people rolled around with Garrus, which I think I'm one of those. Oh, which one was Garrus? Uh, he's he was in the first game. The... Oh, right, okay. I, yeah, I played with him for a bit. I definitely, I think it was him and, oh, who was the assassin? Oh, yeah, um. Oh, man, what's his name? Stade <laughs> or something? Oh, Doesn't it start with a T? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it Thane. Yeah, it was Thane. There you go. Those that was my team. Um, ten percent never let Grunt out of his tank, which, what? You know, what I mean the, the Krogan. 
just left him there. Wait, what was the stat? 10% of people, 1 in 10 people, just left him there. Never used him. Oh. Yeah, I was one of those. I was one of those. <laughs> you never let him out? Oh, out of the tank. Oh, wait, I let him out, but I didn't do anything after that. Oh, okay. But you let him out, so that's fair. I, I, used I thought, yeah, I thought you meant they just, like, unlocked him and then were like, eh, okay, whatever. No, just left him. Like, I don't want to unfreeze him because he'll kill me, so I'm just not playing. Oh. Uh, half of players uh, never fully upgraded their Normandy. That's crazy. Then they got a bad ending. Are these yeah. all people that only played for, like, three hours? Because doing everything in that game only takes, like, 15 to 20 hours. Um... I'm assuming it's, like, people who got all the way through it, because they have some endgame stuff, too. Like, 14% of squad members die in the endgame, and uh, 36% of people sided with Cerebrus in the endgame. So I think this is completion stats. Interesting. Which I can't remember. I can't remember if I sided with Cerebrus or not. I, w I was meaning to play through and do the alternate route, but I was on the hardest difficulty, and that wasn't fun, so I haven't done that yet. <sighs> Has anyone played a Shadow Broker yet? No, I haven't. I want to. I want to play all the DLC at some point. Yeah, when Shadow Broker came out, my computer went down, so I actually rebought both Mass Effect 1 and 2 for the Xbox. But you haven't gotten through all that yet? No, I haven't even started. This was, like, last week. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been hearing good things about it. I mean, check it out. But yeah, just, I don't know, that stuff came out and I thought it was kind of neat, so that, that, that was my little story. What what, do you, what did you have? The last one is that just Nintendo's going to be at CES. Isn't CES, like, where they show off TVs? Yep. That's kind of it. Pretty much. So, are they showing off the, uh... Oh, man. CES? CES, probably. Oh, man. I was going to make a joke about the, uh, vitality, vitality sensor. <laughs> That's about it. Didn't they officially say that was scrapped, by the way? There was some statement about it, um, where they kind of didn't specify, but it didn't sound good. That's how I remember it, so we may never see that thing. Oh Which, man, I was looking forward to that. Yeah, all those sweet heartbeat games. I really wanted to put something on my finger while I played a game. Wait, yeah, even if they scrap it, Ubisoft still made their own. Did they? Yeah, they made it for that breathing game. <laughs> Wait, breathing game? Yeah, this was at this was at a E3. Uh, you had to breathe and make like the fish swim through the correct like stream, something like that. It it combines great with their laser tag game they made. Is that out? When is that coming out? I, Not I don't that know, I actually. care at all. Just just curious. How did I get that? I have no idea. Do you even remember what that's called? Uh, wasn't it almost just a toy line? Like, it wasn't even a game, really, was it? I thought it was a game. I didn't think it was a toy line. I could be mistaken, but I don't think I, I am. I just remember, like, everyone I heard about talking about it from the Ubisoft press conference was just like, why did they even show that here? That has nothing to do with what we do. So it led me to believe it was just like, you can upload your laser tag stats to some website or something. Your accuracy percentage or something. It sounded pretty useless, but anyway, I I, I don't know. I am not sure anymore. Oh shoot. Hmm. Sorry, uh, Leslie Nielsen just died. Yeah. Yeah. That that was today. I am amazingly disappointed. I love Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, it's really sad. It's fair. 
I mean, you know, Stan Helsing aside, uh, he was in some really good films. So. Some some of the ridiculous movies aside, he was in a lot of I good didn't stuff. hate Wrongfully Accused, I'm going to say. Oh, no, I love Wrongfully Accused. That's one of the few Nielsen movies I own. And Weird Al did the theme song for Spy Hard. Fun fact. So. <laughs> Weird Al also did a Pokemon theme song. Okay. <laughs> we're just gonna keep joining these video games back on track. Um, <laughs> what I'm like, what were we doing with that? Um, yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's bummer. Um, Top down perspective. <laughs> yep. For the latest in. All right, that was news. Thanks okay. for that. <laughs> emails. emails. Okay, this one came in last week, but uh, your arm broke and stuff, so we'll ask you this question now. Um, this question is aimed at Sean, uh, misspelled, but it's fine. Um, based on you saying things like, I don't have time to replay a game, I finish, move on to the next one. It seems like you tend to treat video games more like a job than a hobby. Why do you have no time to replay games? What the hell do I get over there? Um, it's, it's def- I don't definitely treat it like a job, it's just that I want to kind of play almost everything. So okay. I so just have to time manage wanna... that okay. quite often. Does have that there make been sense? any games you've just gone back to and soaked in for a while? Burnout Paradise. Okay. Yeah. I've I like I've done everything possible almost besides some of the DLC because like Party Pack. Come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, but then you bought the PlayStation Three one and played some of that too. So. I I even have the PlayStation Three one. So that's kind of, that's like my thing is Burnout Paradise. Um, and you know, like Tales of Vesperia, I'm trying to do everything in that, so I have like 60 hours into it. But yeah, for the most part, when I finish a game, I'd rather just move on to the next one than uh, play it again. Okay. Whereas I have no problem having games pile up that I've never played ever. Just to Oh, I, ha- I have that too, Vegas. don't worry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, towards all everybody, um, do you like adventure games or first-person shooters more? Was it classified as adventure games? I don't know. Uh, it is a capital A on adventure, though. If we're if we're classifying adventure <laughs> as like text-based adventures, like or like say Monkey, Monkey Island style, stuff? yeah, then I, I would think say that first would be an adventure shooter. because what are you thinking wouldn't be that like. Well, I, I'm thinking he might be thinking uh, action like adventure, action stuff. adventure, or like that Dead seems Rising like a like a better like comparison between the two because yeah, like if it's text based, like, if it's like Monkey genre. Island style, I'd I'd go with shooters to be perfectly honest. Although yeah, I like, like the writing. Those are extremely different kinds of games. It's like, hey, do you like listening to funny dialogue and clicking on things on their screen or shooting dudes? It's like I like both, but probably shooting dudes. But if you're talking about, I do you explore environments and adventure it up and solve puzzles and whatever, like Zelda or something? Which would you prefer there? Uh, I don't know, because the adventure games, like uh, Monkey Island stuff, they definitely have more heart and stick with me longer. Whereas yeah, the shooters, like like... there's just so many, I'm just kind of like, okay, another shooter, well, alright. Okay, I did just try to redefine what we were talking about, though. You're playing too much oh. Isle of Milo. You're playing too much oh, Isle yeah. of Milo. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> uh, adventure games, like, ones if you mean Zelda. Do you prefer Zelda-style stuff? Or oh, Shinkai? okay. Hmm. 
I'm gonna go adventure games. Okay, I'm gonna go shooting. I'm going adventure. John. I'm going adventure. If we're talking action adventure, we're going. I'm going. Adventure. All right. So majority rules. Nathan goes adventure. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my opinion now has to change. Um, I guess he also has a follow up. Like, were you always keen to that one, or did you change that when next gen, what, as you grew up? Like, were you into shooting at one point and then became adventure fans or vice versa? Um, with me, if anything, I'm more into shooting than I used to be. Even though I'm still more into adventure overall. I grew up with shooting games, so I got more into adventure probably around the time Shadow of the Colossus came out. Oh, dang it. I do really like Shadow of the Colossus. I kind of grew up with both. <laughs> that HD update. Like, I, I spent lots of time playing GoldenEye and Perfect Dark. Yeah. I mean, maybe generally as a rule, I, I can get behind a mediocre shooter more than a mediocre adventure game, if you want to put it that way. But, uh... In terms of the best games, I don't know. That that gets a little more perplexing. And what would you call like an open world kind of Fallouty thing? Is that adventure or shooting? It's technically an RPG. It's its own thing. So RPG is its own. Yeah. <sighs> I don't gotta, know. It's got to be WRPG though, because it's got to be Western, because there's different types of RPGs. Right. You're right. Good and bad. Um. Joking. <laughs> Uh, uh, I guess I grew out of adventures, but there's still some that I hold dearly. Um, final question: Do you? Well, final question of this email: Do you find sandbox games, uh, as such as you know GTA, um, I'm gonna say Red Dead and whatnot, more fun than classic get to checkpoint, a like A to B, linear stuff? Nope. I I say Absolutely yes. Not. I know Sean. Okay. You don't like open world. It depends. If I want to play a game, I want to go linear. I want the game to tell me what to do, and I want to get stuff on the way. If I just want to waste some time, Red Dead's stuff like that is awesome. Okay. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of sandbox, personally, so... Alright, so once again, majority rules. So Nathan changes his answer. Yep, I like linear games. Uh, just Actually, I do like some linear games, like Singularity from this year was really good. Um, Uncharted games are pretty linear and they're awesome. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Again, though, I like the Fallout and the Red Dead's. Um, so, I don't know, and the Deadly Premonitions, of course, with their open world. Oh, of course, of course. And, yeah, waiting outside the city hall—that was awesome. Um, and finally, a uh, question about, also from Ko Ken. I recently watched the trailer and looked up a bit on Epic Mickey, and I saw it was rated E. I feel like if this was released in 2000, that may have been a E to 10 plus or something, just because of how dark and weird it looks. Um, are children being desensitized at a younger age? Does the ESRB uh, have they started to lower their ratings at all? I don't think 10 plus existed in 2000. First of all, Can yeah, that seems that? like a no. I thing. think it did actually. It, it either e did or it either did or K to A still existed. I I think E existed at that point is the thing. Like K to A was in the mid to late 90s, and I think E would have been around in 2000. But I don't think E10 Plus existed until recently. Isn't that the most, the newest ESRB rating? Yeah, it is. Okay. ESRB's been around since 94. ESRB? 
Yeah. Um, E10 was introduced. My... You're right. E10 was introduced in 2005. Yeah. But either way, like, do you think uh, Epic Mickey's deserves a higher rating because of its tone, based on anything you've seen? It's a Disney game. From what I've seen, there's nothing that bad. Like people, there's no blood. People poof away when they if, die. If you'd consider a Looney Tunes cartoon E10, then I guess. But like that seems yeah, man, this seems like to be like the, kids, the Disney equivalent. Just start dropping anvils on each I, other. See, I don't even know that because your weapon is a paintbrush. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Your like attack is either this, like Kingdom Hearts is apparently rated E, and I would have thought that may have been a teen, but it's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, there you go. Kingdom Hearts is E, then definitely it can be E. Yeah, I think this is consistent with their previous stuff. Um, in general, though, do you think the ESRB has started to lower their ratings? Like, I thought, like, I didn't, I didn't think they were excessive, but I found Arkham Asylum and Infamous kind of gritty for a teen game. You know, not a bad thing. Well, um, Arkham Asylum was basically like the animated series Batman, and that was gritty for like a '90s cartoon, kids cartoon yeah. at that. It's like Mask of the Fantastic. Yeah, one of the better Batman movies for sure. Yeah, Mark Hamill. Anyway, um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, Infamous though, that was kind of one of those games where, like, if a kid came in and tried to buy an M-rated team game, I was like, I, I'll be honest. I, I'm pretty sure, like, like we're getting more desensitized to violence, and the ratings are getting a little slacker as time goes on. Like. Ten years ago, do you think a game like Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball would have existed? Maybe, because um, Doom 2 did. Hey, don't, don't talk shit about my favorite game, okay? <laughs> I know it's your well, favorite like, Duke game. Duke Nukem was already paying strippers to, you know... The, Duke Nukem Forever is what worries me. I want to see, like, how far it's going to push that envelope. Yeah, that game seems to be going all kinds of weird with, like, the sex stuff. In ways games don't seem to anymore. Except, like, I don't know, like, Saints Row and Grand Theft Auto always... Seems to push the decency envelope a little bit, just a little bit, each and every time. There's full frontal nudity in uh, Gay Tony, isn't there? Was that the one, or was it Lost and Damned? Lost, Lost and, damned. and Damned. Yeah, that was weird. That happened. That was like a year and a half ago. I suppose are still M. Well, I mean, the I average age of a gamer is in the 30s now, so. Yeah, I don't look at this as a bad thing, really. I guess I'm I'm fine with kids playing Mickey in this context. Yeah, th- this is this kind of shows the signs that gaming as a entertainment form is trying to grow up a little. Cool. Uh, as an aside, uh, I checked when I checked uh, how long ago they introduced E10. Apparently, the first game to get the E10 rating was Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. Okay. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah. Was that the platforming one? The That's the platforming one with the bongos, yeah. Would that be considered a Donkey Kong Country game of sorts? It only had three buttons, technically. Left, right, and clap, so... Okay. Never mind, then. I don't understand why someone under the age of ten could not play that game. Yeah, does but, all right. stuff happen? I, I ha- Donkey Kong punches a lot of monkeys in the face. Okay. <laughs> Sure. Um, so in general, I don't. I don't know. No, kids are fine. But yes, game ratings are getting easier going. So watch out for that, parents. I, I don't know. D- don't buy 
Call of Duty for your kids, though. Just don't do Yeah, that. I'm sick of being beaten be by 12-year-olds. Yeah, they'll be online, and they'll be talking in high-pitched voices and stuff, and just don't encourage that behavior at all. Just buy, buy them a Viva Pinata. <laughs> Tell your kids, if they're going to play it, just shut up. Sure, don't buy them a headset, then. Maybe do that. <laughs> That'll be fine. Just, yeah, just a hot tip for all those parents that listen to this show. <laughs> so that's it for emails. That's all I got. Um, yep. Okay, I guess that's going to do it this week. It's what's the date, Nathan? Huh? Oh, it's uh, it's uh, November thirtieth today. Okay. The day Leslie sure. Nielsen died. Crap. That's, that's, that's <laughs> my <okay>. bad. <laughs> it's the twenty eighth. Um, the show will be up sometime uh, in the near future. So, yeah. Well, Paul, thank you very much for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, and John and Nathan, you guys have to be here. So <laughs> by job. contract. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I guess we'll be gonna be back next week with podcast stuff. Yeah, December. Christmas. Hey, guess what we forgot to do? The tester. Yeah. Big big episode this week. Yeah. Right, John. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. <sighs> So what, what? What? Give us the rundown, Sean. I just watched it too yesterday, but what were you? What stood out for you? Um. Okay. Um. So first off, and Paul, sub- did you watch it? Did, I I couldn't tell earlier if you were facetious or not. Sorry, what was did that? You wa- Do you watch the show, or were you just joking? No, around? seriously, I love it. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I literally don't know anymore. Anyone That's good. Me. We got like four people here who love the show. Yeah. What are the odds? <laughs> so um. <laughs> so, Medal of Honor theme challenge this week. Yep. Oh, can which... I point out first? Subway advertising okay. at the beginning. What advertising? Subway? Su- Subway, yeah. They were like, hey, Sub's here. And then one of the guys was like, man, I didn't know they had breakfast. And then Gamer was like, yeah, they just started having breakfast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, totally off the script. I missed that. I did notice yeah. they were all eating some Subs. And it yeah. might have worked, because I contemplated buying a meatball sandwich earlier this week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't See know, the man. tester. The tester is influencing like your life. Maybe. Um, also, like Gamer totally tweeted something weird at me earlier this week <laughs> regarding a uh, What did he say? Video I saw. I don't even. I don't. I don't want to get into it. It's <laughs> just too weird. But um. Okay. Anyway, so All right. Um, first off, before the challenge, they knew it was labor intensive. I liked the shots of them doing like push-ups and jumping jacks. Yeah, just getting just, just getting ready, ready, getting warmed up. Yep. Whereas, like, but on the other side, you know, the other team had to set aside their their differences and work together. Oh yeah, because big so physique. I also physique. liked when Apex Mickey was like, uh, oh no, it was Mo Chocolate. He was stretching, and so they had to put like a crack noise in there. That was pretty good. <laughs> I'm I missed that. And, okay. Oh yeah, and as they got to the uh, and they first, so what was the challenge? The, it, they had to run through like an obstacle course. Yeah, with like various pseudo military themed things that happened so, along the way. So before what they had to do, when they first saw the challenge, Eight Bit had a great line. He was all, "One of us is probably going to die." <laughs> <laughs> yep, no exaggeration. And I think at one point Mochaka was talking about like people shooting, which didn't happen at all. Like, why would? Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, they're running around as a team. 
Um, they, they have to go across an area with some boxes. And they yeah, touch the it floor. reminded me of like Half-Life Two puzzles where you basically had to, you know, when those sand creature things. Right. Yep. Yep. So you basically have to like move debris in front of you and then walk on it. Here you have two, three crates. Was it? Three crates and there's four teammates. Right, and you're basically you can't touch the ground because of mines, which I think setting a box on a mine and then stepping on it would probably not help you, but whatever. Um, that's so even more to, weight, so that's worse. Yeah. They had to pass along the boxes and walk along them. Um, then they then, have a sign that says one of them got blinded by yep, a flashbang. And then the last one was Someone one of them lost their arms. arms. Yeah. Yeah. Your arms um, are gone. And then, no, sorry, that was the second last one. Then they had to find keys in the mud. And then Mo Chocolate, mm. being the greatest guy he is, he was like, man, I'm in the mud with, like, two ladies? It's like my 21st birthday. And then they had, like, slow motion shots of the ladies looking for keys in mud. Hot. Yes. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. Um, and they found the keys, and uh, one team totally destroyed the other. But, uh... Who was... Who oh, yeah. Um... What, what, what do we want to say about the voting? Uh, 8-Bit Mickey's gone. Yeah. That, uh, when one another great line I found, uh, when Gamer was kind of like talking to the camera, like his narrating speech, and he, how he was explaining why he should be there, he puts up the great line, I have a fire in me like no other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of love how seriously they're taking all of it. It's, it's consistently amusing. Uh, but yeah, so 8-Bit Gone, that really shocked me, because I thought he was going to be there real close to the end, just because he's the fan favorite. No, so yeah, actually, yeah, some props out. for the tester, there you go. Uh, John, how'd you feel? <laughs> Why are you even bothering to ask me? Well, I just, I know well, he was your on, choice, he was your something. your guy, like, you were hanging out all the time. <laughs> Clearly, we hung out all the time. Like, did it okay. hurt when you saw him, like, going home, and, like... I don't watch this friggin' show. Like, I know he pointed out that this isn't the end of him and the game in his game career, but, like, were you choked up a little? Not at all! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, different question. Would you consider being a contestant next year? You can't. Uh, if you live in Canada, you can't. You literally can't? Not even if you're willing to move? What about Tester Canada? It's, I hope Ooh. such a thing doesn't exist. They, that should, though. PlayStation Canada. And it's all, like, Canadian-themed? Alright, it's like Metal yep. Water, but there's... Just mad but Here's the maple syrup the challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. It's like, you gotta do this messy and get through this obstacle course. And what would it be, like, my 18th birthday, then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Alright, okay, okay, there's your tester segment. Next, bye. Oh. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Just as awkward as it started, it ends week. <laughs>